LeBron James is set to make his return to the purple and gold later this week. What this means for the Lakers moving forward. Plus, is the criticism on Russell Westbrook fair? We're going to talk all about this and more here on the Laker Hand Podcast. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, who is also wearing my favorite t-shirt in the world, aka my Laker Hand merch, Laker Dad. Dad, it has been announced today that most likely LeBron James will be back in the starting lineup on Friday when the Lakers take on the Boston Celtics in Boston. What do you think about this? Well, Hannah, uh, it's coming not a minute too soon. We all know that if we've watched the last few Laker games. You know, uh, let's not forget, no matter who else is on this team, this team is still all about LeBron James. They really, really need him for a whole host of reasons. They need his leadership. They need the confidence he brings. They need his skill set. And most importantly, they need a little size in the lineup that they don't really have right now. They're playing mostly with AD at the five and four guards, and they're getting killed on the boards, and I think LeBron's return should help a lot. Yeah, definitely having uh, the best player in all of basketball returning is going to make a huge difference. But, Dad, something that I want to talk a little bit about is, you know, THT, in his last two games since he's uh, been back from his injury, he's been in the starting lineup, and, you know, he's been playing pretty well. So when LeBron James comes back, hopefully on Friday, uh, what do you think about that starting five? What do you think it's going to look like? Do you think we should keep THT in there, or do you think we should go back to the starting five that we started this season off with? You know, Hannah, uh Personally, I think we should go back to the to the starting lineup we started the season with, but with THT in place of Kent Bazemore. Let's face it. I mean, I hope Kent Bazemore comes out of the doldrums that he's been in all season, but he's just been awful, and THT has looked good. He's been a bit of a spark for the team in the last couple of games since he's back. But I think, you know, again, the Lakers are just getting killed on the boards. When AD is at the five, the problem is he doesn't play under the basket. He plays outside. So when the shot is missed, the Lakers have nobody under the basket to try to rebound, and they're not getting any offensive boards. I know the coach seems to want to play AD at the five, and I know a lot of people seem to want to see that, but I don't think it's looked very good so far. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, I don't understand why DeAndre Jordan has found his way out of the rotation lately because I thought, you know, for exactly what we needed him to do, I thought DJ was doing a really good job. And I think, like you said, Dad, the Lakers have obviously been getting killed on the boards. I think it's pretty apparent that, you know, we need a big man in there. So whether it be DeAndre Jordan or Dwight Howard, who I think has also had a pretty good season, although I do think that Dwight Howard is better coming off the bench just because I think he provides a lot of energy, uh, wore that second unit but I think dad moving forward DeAndre Jordan may need to be in that in that starting five yeah Hannah I mean I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that but I I think that's what the Lakers should do I think their size you know up front at least is a strength of the team you know and uh I, I just think AD at the five it just to me it hasn't passed my my smell test so far this season because He's not playing in the paint that much. He's not playing under the rim. He's playing outside. He's taking a lot of outside shots. And as I said, he's basically playing on the court with four guards. So there's no rebounding if he's not under the basket. And as a result of that, usually when the Lakers miss shots, and they've been missing a lot of shots so far this season, there's nobody there to even contest for the offensive rebound. So, you know, I'd like to see DeAndre Jordan and uh, back in the starting lineup. Yeah, I tend to agree, and you know, I think a lot of Laker fam does as well. I know we were all excited about that that uh, idea of AD playing center, but I think at least to start games, I think we got to have another big guy in there. Um, but Dad, I want to move on uh, a 
a little bit because Russell Westbrook, obviously the newest member of the Purple and Gold, he's been faced with a lot of criticism lately, um, not only from the media, but also from fans who have found him to be a disaster so far this season. Now, listen, has he been amazing? No, but he's had quite a few triple doubles already this season. And actually, he's almost averaging a triple double right now. He's averaging 19.4 points, 8.7 rebounds, 8.3 assists. So while I don't think he has been absolutely his best, I don't think he's been a complete disaster. And at the end of the day, I think we all knew going into the season, it was going to take some time for him to adjust with this team. Of course, being the point guard for us, he's going to be in charge of everything. So yes, he's had a lot of careless turnovers. Yes, his shooting has not been great. But I do not believe the critics in saying that he's been a complete disappointment and a complete disaster. Yeah, Hannah, I don't believe that at all, to be honest with you. I I don't know how or why it happened, but the national media is just down on Russell Westbrook. They were before he even came to the Lakers and I'm, I'm not quite sure why that is. I mean, here's a guy who's been an all-star, he's led the league in scoring, has averaged a triple-double the last few seasons. Now, look, the reality of the situation is he's had some rough moments, as have the entire team this year. Uh, he's had some rough moments, but if you really look at it carefully, aside from some really terrible turnovers every game, he's played pretty well. I mean, he's averaging, as you said, almost a triple-double. He's scoring. Uh, he hasn't been horribly inefficient. Uh, I think he's been knocking down some three-point shots. He's been knocking down some some uh, free throws. You know, frankly, I think he's playing pretty well. I don't think the trouble with the Lakers is is Russell Westbrook. I think the trouble with the Lakers has been the supporting cast. It's pretty much been disappearing on most nights. There just hasn't been any support. So, uh, you know, you got to have a, a, a group of guys. you got to have role players who come in and, and really hold their own. And in the few games that they have, the Lakers have tended to win those games. But in some of those games, they're just a zero, the supporting cast. You can't win that way. Exactly. You know, you take a look at the game that the Lakers beat the Heat, which is arguably their best win of the season, and also just one of their most exciting wins, if not the most exciting win. And you look at those stats, we had so many guys in double figures. You know, Malik Monk contributed to that game. You know, Wayne Ellington, Avery Bradley. And that's really when the Lakers are playing their best basketball. So I agree with you, Dad. Haven't been too disappointed in Russell Westbrook. Yes, of course, there are things he needs to improve on, but I wasn't expecting him to come in here and, you know, be perfect for from the get-go because again gonna take some time to adjust but the players that I've been the most disappointed in are are the supporting cast you know guys like Wayne Ellington Kent Bazemore like you mentioned earlier who has done absolutely nothing on the offensive end he's been all right defensively but on the offensive end has done absolutely nothing um you know and again we're playing still with we've yet to see Kendrick Nunn we've yet to see Trevor Ariza who are also two guys who are going to be you know expected to have major roles with this team as well so I don't think that the Lakers biggest problem has been Russell Westbrook I think it's just been a the injuries and b their supporting cast now dad we had a pretty uh a good stretch of a uh, first few games here where we played a majority of our games at home that's not the case moving forward now we've actually got a pretty long road trip uh starting tomorrow against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to be uh, doing a little East Coast road trip. We're not going to be back home at Staples Center until the Friday after Thanksgiving. So, Dad, what are some of the keys to this Laker road trip? Because, again, Lakers didn't really take advantage of this, this home stretch that they had. They went 8-7 and seven, um, these first 15 games. Yeah, it's not just that, Hannah. They had some really embarrassing losses. The loss the other night to the Chicago Bulls was was pretty embarrassing. The Lakers didn't show any fight. You know, I'm not really sure what to say. In the last couple of games, teams have started to collapse on Anthony Davis. 
who's been playing fantastically. I mean, Anthony Davis has been great this season so far, but teams are now starting to double-team him and triple-team him. They're sort of daring somebody else on the team to step up and, and, and beat them. I don't know how it's going to happen, but these guys have got to start playing. Everybody's got to start playing with some urgency, hard. they got to play hard, and they got to knock down some shots. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, obviously, it's great that we have three superstars in LeBron, AD, and, and a Russ. And then, of course, Carmelo, who has been playing, you know, exceptionally well as well. But... We're going to have to have some other guys step up. It's got to be, you know, we got to have Wayne Ellington step up. We got to have Malik Monk uh, step up. He played great for us and was so consistent for us in the preseason. And since the regular season started, really hasn't done much besides, of course, that that big Miami game he had for us. Got to have Kent Bazemore step up. Our role players have to come in and they have to contribute because at the end of the day, every championship team wins. Yes, of course, because they have a star or two, but because they have a great supporting cast around them. And going into the season, it looked like the Lakers had that, but so far it just has not developed on the court yet. Yeah, um, I, I think you're right, Hannah. They just got to get more from the supporting cast. And, you know, uh, we're, we're just going to have to see. It's, it's unfortunate Austin Reeves was playing really, really well. You didn't mention him before, but he's hurt too. And that's been an issue. And, and Kendrick Nunn has been a big loss. I mean, I think they were really counting on him to play a big role this year. So, but you know what? LeBron James is going to be back on Friday, uh, and really, that's what we need. I mean, let's face it. We need LeBron James. If we don't have LeBron James, we're not going anywhere this year. The question when LeBron comes back is, how long is he going to stay healthy? You know, let's be honest. I mean, he's been on the, uh, on the team. This is his fourth season, and three of those four years, he suffered a lot of injuries. It's, and coincidentally, the one year he didn't is when they won. question is, is I have no doubt he's going to play well, but for how long? Yeah, that's definitely a major key uh, for this purple and gold team. And obviously, health is a major key for every single team. But of course, this Laker team is a little bit older. So hopefully, once LeBron returns, he's going to be able to stay healthy for the rest of the season. Now, I do think they are being extra cautious with this abdominal strain for him. Because again, I know they want to you know, try to keep him as healthy as possible once we get into the playoffs. But Dad, I, I want to end today's show. The Lakers' next eight games are on the road, like I mentioned. What do you think is a realistic... Uh, road trip record that we can come away with on this little road trip we've got coming up? Well, Hannah, you know, it's a little hard to say right now because the Lakers just haven't looked well, so it's hard to be too optimistic. Some of these games are pretty tough games that they have to play. But I'm going to say if they can come out of this 5-3, and three, I think they'd probably be pretty pretty happy with that at this time. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, five and three. Um, again, even four and four, I wouldn't be terribly mad at. But five and three, six and two would be awesome. Uh, but I definitely want us to start winning some ball games. Again, some of these games are going to be tough. But I think if the Lakers are playing full strength, and of course, if we get LeBron James back, I think they can get it done, Dad. I know Laker fans getting a little frustrated right now. Losses are starting to pile up a little bit, but. At the end of the day, we have to remember we have yet to see this team at full force. And I think once we get that, all of our players back and healthy, we get a little bit of time to play together, get some set rotations down, get that chemistry built. I think this Lakers team is going to be the team that we were all hoping and expecting it to be. That's going to be it for uh, today's episode of the Laker Hand Podcast. You guys, let me know, though, for this Laker road trip, what do you think uh, the wins and losses are going to be? Let me know what you think this little road trip record is going to be. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or, of course, message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.